McPower. Where black people can have some credit. Yeah, then they won't get, then if they have the economic power where they can do all of this stuff, then I don't think the other, the races would have anything to worry about because we would have our own little, not separatism now, that we can get as a thing, the old saying was in the mainstream, you know, they were well, saying like that the thing. Did, and it does in the mainstream, power. you yeah. need economic power. Because if you're forced, you need that's the, the force. bottom line. If, if you're yeah. forced to be reckoned with, you they're going to stop all the baloney quicker because it yeah. means the bottom line. We have the people. We have the people. And in many ways, just that's happening now. But, but we to just a don't degree. have that base. And that base has to be the green money where you can get up there. And the people have power in Washington. They hold that power with the lobbyists, with the money. Black people don't have lobbyists. What does mainstream mean to you? Mainstream. That was another cliche. Nothing. Yeah, but, uh, you know, I, I was, for a while, I was going to put that in my question. M mainstream. Um, you know, like, do you feel in the mainstream? Do you feel in the fringe? And I thought, well, what is mainstream? Yeah, what is, what is what, that mainstream? Because they keep changing it. I don't know if it means that you have a job and you're paying taxes. And you're paying you taxes, right. part of do you the community. But that would be mine. That's mm -hmm. not your... Well, mm -hmm. I feel part of, well, I'm mainstream when I'm paying taxes. I'm mm -hmm. doing all the same thing that everybody else is doing, but, but you're still on that fringe. You're still on the fringe. Right. And I, I still feel that way, you know, so. Uh, but I, my family, when I was coming up, we were the most patriotic family, like most mm -hmm. black people, mm -hmm. patriotic. Mm -hmm. My father, just like with flags, all of my children, we respect mm -hmm. the flag. And like I said, I was rebellion. I, I, when they would stand up and sing the Star Spangled Banner, I stopped singing it a long time ago. Long time, you know, people say you don't. Yeah. Well, why but did you criticize me? I didn't criticize you for not saying the Star Spangled Banner. So tell me. Because, I, because it was just a flag. It was just a flag. Uh -huh. Going to the ballpark. And I said, this is not true. Football is a war sign. Anyway. Yeah, I know, Americans but this is not true. They're worshiping a war flag. War devastation. They, yeah. you know. Do you not? Do you not feel? Um, I felt patriotic when I was with my parents. Ooh, when they would sing that boy, when they that flag would wave up there. But see, I hadn't really faced. I really hadn't went after you get married. I really hadn't really faced a lot of stuff. When you have children, it kind of changes you. When you see people walk up to you and slam doors, they see you coming with your children, and you see, and I respect, I love children, white or whatever, coming, I wouldn't let anything mm -hmm. harm a child like that. And they see little, like a, a, my son came home, so, oh, mom, my, my oldest son came, mama, lady, call me a man. Oh, I said, what did he call? She said, she called me a black nigger. I said, well, you are black. You are black, and don't you ever forget it, but you're not just a nigger. What's, and he was crying because we don't call people names. We don't call people names. Uh, he didn't cross the street fast enough coming from school. The kids were crossing, and this lady was in her car and called the kids this. She was driving a car. This was a white lady in the car. As most people say, well, blacks call each other nigger, nigger, nigger. But I didn't want my kids to, to start doing it. Sometimes you would do it. Sometimes everybody, I think, in every black family has says nigger. But when they say that, it's that you shouldn't say it. Well, I can't say what you shouldn't say, but the way that the the way the uh, white people mm -hmm. say it is almost the way black people say your mama when you talk about your mother. Then those are fighting words, 
And the way the white people say nigger, those are fighting words. Just, you know. But me, when you grow older, that, saying that, I wish you wouldn't say it, but. Uh, What's the difference in the identity between, or how do you think of yourself? How do you feel about by the myself. That you change from from color to Negro to um, that didn't bother Black me. American to African American? That didn't bother me. Yeah, a lot of people had a lot to say about that, but it really didn't bother me. It was from colored, a Negro, no, colored Negro, African American. No, it was black, black first. Black. You had an adjustment so, going from color to so, black. So that. You did not like so, that. So as far as, as we had conflicts because I was in college then, and your attitudes were a little different. Yes, and and your attitude you couldn't, you you didn't quite like it. And then as you got more comfortable with it, everything in the present became we black people, and everything before that time was we colored people, which I like because when you listen to my mother talk, you can tell how she um, refers to us as what time it is, you know. Well, Negroes, that's what I was Negroes telling her did then. This, and colored people well, did I that, and black a, people did that. I think it's but I never said Negro, but usually because when I come up, it was colored. Yeah, it was colored. Is Negro... Negro was only, what? Somewhere... Well, it was used sarcastically. Negro? Uh, yeah. Is it, is it used <laughs> in, a, in a bad way mm -hmm. now by blacks? Mm-hmm. And, and does it mean? Um, Sometimes it, it might be like, like Oreo an Oreo. Cookie. Right. You have to have. Black on the outside and white on the inside, they say. Yeah, and I don't know if I read it or I heard it or. Probably something. heard it, yeah. Mm -hmm. um, that's, uh, that's I, I've been listening to a lot of discussions, yeah. whether it's on television or something about. Because in Africa, the, I think they say the blacks this and the blacks that. Mm -hmm. But. Uh, but now the African American, they start saying African American. I like that, but I think they use the term almost as much as they do ghetto. I, uh, well, I like the term, and I started I, using I it said before I like, they ever I said I like the, the Afri Afro um, African American, but it's the most precise. Sometimes you using it in the wrong. You know, the African woman. Then you you're gonna have about five. You can lead off with African American. You and then, I'm sorry. And then you could, you know, like uh, well, we. That's grammatical. That's well, that's not, what I'm talking uh, about. Do you, do you feel that you just don't want to say American? Do you feel that you need to? Oh, I say African American. I think that's a very uh -huh. important yeah, part I like of our that. culture. Yeah, I like, like that. Like my son, when my son. Yeah, was I like little, that. I have nothing about that. Black children it. have a problem because we come in so many shades. Like I did, I said, well, can Aunt Leela go? Gavin was the same way. My son. And uh, Aunt Joyce. I mean, you feel the need to put African But she, he didn't know who he was, okay? He kept saying, he thought because he had very small almond-shaped eyes that he was Oriental. I mean, he really did. And he'd run up to Asian people and say, hi, I'm Gavin. I'm Chinese, too. And I said, no, you're not. You're black. You're That's black. not real. And he said, he goes, no, I'm not black, Mom. I'm not black. Because he mm -hmm. was thinking, literally, I am not black. I said, no, your skin color is brown, but we refer to ourselves as black. And he made me see that, no, that's just not quite accurate. And I said, well, you are of African descent, but you're an American. 
You're an African American, mm -hmm. and he settled for that probably because it was the most precise thing to do. That's Leela. The when my I was telling you that my daughter was saying, she said, "Well, can't Aunt Leela go?" Well, oh, see, Aunt Leela, she Aunt was Leela. uh huh. Aunt yeah. Leela, when she was child, when she, she was small, she she's she's <laughs> lighter than that now. on that yeah. darker since she's getting older. Your family, one is prettier than the other. This is my in-laws. This is my husband's oldest brother. brother. Uh huh. Maybe. Like I said, both of my family's what, gone. Uh, what do you um, what do you have that maybe I didn't touch on? We've talked about. I don't know. Things. Just about everything. Is I there think. Anything that, uh, I can't think of anything else. What about interracial dating or marriage within your family? Well, she didn't bring that up. So oh, I, don't I just think that thought has I'd be, ask. I don't know why I, I thought of it. I don't know. Nothing too so historical about that. Not not nothing in my family when I came up. There was anyone that I, I was, say, it, there issues? might have been people that had passed for white, uh, mm -hmm. something yeah. like that. But I mean, that's nothing that's in Ooh, my family. That? Is there anything you want to ask me? What? Uh, I don't know. Are you going to get some white attitudes as well? Uh huh. I'm going to try. This from, is only the second interview. Okay, now you uh, got them from, from a black woman during a certain period of time. Now, when you go to ask white people, what are you going to ask? I mean, are you going to ask them if they're, if they're liberal enough or if they're bigots or non-bigots? or? I'm going to ask them the same things. Really? The same questions. The same questionnaire? Uh-huh, exactly. So are you going to publish those? I don't know. Kansas, the Castle Ballroom, and the Whites had the Castle Loma, and uh, all the big name bands. I mean, people were happy. You know, you running um, uh, when you run across racism, you nip it at the bud, and you go on to the next level, because there was a limitation to it. So what else could you do? It wouldn't stop you from growing. You know, there was there were def different levels of, of mm -hmm. racism, and even mm -hmm. when. Um, my attitudes changed when I had a child, when you were talking about how you wanted us to, to experience certain things. Um, and, and things were open to my son, you know, and he went to integrated schools and, and all. But the attitudes sometimes in that were, you know, they were still there. Mm -hmm. I can remember being in Clayton, going to the park more, you know, again, it says, oh, Mama, let's go over there. So we're having a very nice time today, and I really don't want to ruin that. No, let's find somewhere you else to eat. You going to the park more? Yeah, he like they had what? great desserts. Oh, I wouldn't go. And, I wouldn't set foot in a park more. Okay, but still, you know, he wanted to go, and our experience there was not a very good one. In the Clayton ever, park more? ever. So, so I said, no, we're having a good time. Some days you don't want to deal with that. See, what a, a lot of what white people don't understand is. This is not just a one-time deal here or one-time deal there. I could go out at 8 o'clock in the morning and start shopping and not come in at 6 o'clock, and I can't tell you how many times these little petty things may happen to you. Well, I mean, at the end of the day, it's taking its toll. You shrug it off, and you start again the next day. And that's the experience that a lot of other people don't understand. They don't have to go Everything that. that you try to do, sometimes on a bad day, will, people will interfere with. My husband was a bus have, driver, yeah, and he also he he was thirty five years with Bass State. They went through a lot of racism in St. Louis. When the bus drivers would get on the bus, the black boys, good looking men, young men at that time, and somebody said, "Oh, we got a nigger driving this morning." 
May, the bus might have bumped two or three times. Look who's driving it. They took and a they lot. And they will call they, downtown and try to have your job they, for little or nothing. They took a lot of stuff. It was things. It Even it was racism. He, he, for 35 years, you said? Yes. Mm -hmm. Oh, I thought he, he said he was a, oh, that was your dad. Oh, yeah, Daddy was one of the first black drivers for Bi-State, actually. Oh. Uh, mm -hmm. And they took a lot of crap off of some of the white passengers. Sometimes they didn't even want him going over buses uh, in South St. Louis. When he was in South St. Louis, well, he finally refused because he didn't want to get in a fight. They call him, you know, calling you nigger. They got a nigger bus driver today and they don't want to pay and all that kind of stuff. Even the white bus drivers, they were in the garage. They had to contend with that racism on the job. Then they would give them the lousiest run. That's like in the first fire and last fire. You know you're going to get the lousy job whenever you come. People say, even on the jobs that you get right now, uh, entry-level job, you usually start out with the worst job, doing everybody's work on the job, and then they want you to keep up. But usually you can overcome that because usually you always say, I'm going to be the fastest and the best person on the job. And then when you start... Uh, working like that on a job, most of the people that I talk with, they say, boy, when you work on a job where there's white people, they don't do nothing on the job. They want to slow you down. And sometimes they will tell you to slow down. Sure. You're working too fast <laughs> because funny. you're showing the other people up. Mm -hmm. Now, when your dad would come home, did you, what did he say to you about his job or what he did? Or was it ever talked about? Mm-hmm. Yeah, we talked about it. Um, sometimes, uh, like I said, people will try to call in and make little minor complaints and mm -hmm. try to have him reprimanded for certain things. It was just to make it hard where they wouldn't do it if the driver was white. That's just all there is to it. Your life and your school life, and it was, it was, everything was different than your mom's. But, but my... Um, to some degree, yeah, yeah to some degree. Different. We had excellent teachers there, though. Um, the school system was racist, you know, and we knew that. And the teachers knew it. Because, like I was telling Mama, we had some really good teachers, and they knew how ineffective the system was. They, it would be like two months before our books were even issued. They only did this in black schools. Our teachers would mimeograph stuff so they wouldn't be held back from teaching us. By the time we had gotten our books, we were midway through the curriculum because they already knew we weren't going to get them. What you year know, did you graduate from? I graduated school? in 67. But this goes back to even grade school. There were, I remember one time, our, our spelling books and our geography books, they said they had to take an inventory or something. They, they said were there for four taking months. Inventory. They sat lining the halls for four months. Nobody had a book. Nobody had a book. Our teachers had all of their little graphs and all of their little maps and they mimeographed and we had, none of our education was stopped. None of it. And so if we didn't get it, it's because we didn't want to get it. I'm telling you, we had good teachers. Many of them were overqualified because yeah. things weren't open to them. They either. had some good teachers. They were excellent it was some teachers. Good teachers. Excellent. A lot of teachers. them are retired. A lot of, a lot of my well, friends, they are retired. They were some good teachers, though. One of the more, more outstanding high schools that has a reputation mm -hmm. for that. Mm -hmm. Everybody but see, those teachers back. work with nothing. And they the did. kids were and eager to learn. It. They so, did. so when, when did you see integration happening in other areas? Uh, uh, when did it start? 
Journalism integrated. I, I on various conferences, like when we went to the orchestra. She went to Umsel. She went out there to Umsel. Well, that was my there. really. I went through cultural shock because that was really my first time being around that many white people that long, that often, and it really just. It was a joke. It was really a joke. And unlike they say in the papers, they lowered the the standard for us to get in college. That is a lie. It is a lie. As a matter of fact, when there was any black on campus, we couldn't get white folks off our back because they knew we did our work. They knew we wrote our papers. You know, we had to to get in there. We had to have our SAT scores at a certain level or they wouldn't, they wouldn't accept us. So I don't know where they got this crap where, you know, they've altered the requirements so black people can get in schools. I, that didn't happen for me. That did not happen for anybody that I know that went to any Mizzou um, organization. I have had acquaintances, yeah, I have. I don't have a problem getting along with anybody of any culture. I love people. But I know crap when I see it too, and I won't have it. And, uh, you know, if you're ignorant of the fact, you know, I have patience with that too. Because, I, I mean, I've, I've come across some really ignorant rednecks, but they didn't mean to be cruel. They didn't know they were, they didn't some know people, it. Some people, some you know, they people just don't, didn't know they it. don't know that they, mm -mm. I think that they, they, they insulted you or something. Like I told some Mama, people really, because this girl yeah, they don't that know. worked, she was from Lincoln, Nebraska, and I was telling her, I said, oh, I have, you know, this is where my, they're from Lincoln, Nebraska. And uh, she said, you know what, Lincoln, Nebraska, she said, this is the first time that I've actually been around a lot of black people in Lincoln, you know, this mm -hmm. girl. I don't think she's at the league anymore. She said, because I never come in, I never did come in contact with them there. And I don't know anything about it. She was so nice. Mm -hmm. She was nice. I can't think of her name now. But she, and some people, they just stay there. They never had any reason to, you know. But I didn't fit in. I mean, at Sumner, though, I was ostracized by my, by my peers because I didn't fit in. I was trying to be so correct and so proper. And, and um, Sumner just you thought I was an there. eyeball. You were the student council and they, stuff like that. That was a nice was an no, When I went to no, Umzo, I actually was, uh, nice socialized school. with a lot of white people. That was a nice school. And, um, that was nice. Ways. You had school spirit. But the kids now don't have yeah. school loyalty or school spirit because they're busting them to all over town and they just don't have that spirit anymore, you know. And I guess the parents don't go. But uh yeah, I I Let's did see, have this, a lot of that friends. was an old picture of the oh. Tom Powell post oh, when yes. that thing. That's but you had to rethink that too because remember when I went to college they kept telling me I wasn't black enough. My attitudes weren't black enough and I was too bourgeois. That was the first that was the first drum and bugle chord. Now you're gonna have some people say the moral answers and all this other stuff. Mm -mm. Most of the people that are in those other black drum and bugle chord, it started from there. Tom Popos. Uh-huh. Yeah. The Tom Pop the Junior Legionnaires and they had to to do that just like they had I, you may have recalled uh uh drum and bugle chord is big business now. Oh yeah. Big, 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 big it business sure costs is. a lot of money now. Mm, big had, business. You had on this uh the, the the ladies' auxiliary. There was a ladies' auxiliary for the Tom Powell post too. They did have one. Uh huh. Uh -huh. They did have a ladies' auxiliary. They did have uh -huh. one. Well, I've just kept you all. Mm hmm. And I, I think hope you, you can find your way. How did you get lost? You have to tell her how to get back. Cause <laughs> Thank you. 